Hey, you're listening to Just Say the Word. I'm your host, Erin Sanchez, and this is a storytelling podcast. In every episode, you'll hear a story from me or my guests from around the world. Then we'll encapsulate a key lesson from that story in just one word you can apply in your own life or business. If you're an entrepreneur looking to get inspired and make your mark on the world, you're in the right place. Your story is your legacy, and I want to help you tell it better. Visit candidlyerin.com for more writing, communications, and personal branding advice. How do you define value? Last week, I met up with someone I'd briefly collaborated on a project with earlier this year. And by briefly, I mean we'd been on one call together and exchanged a few emails. Let's call her Sally. While Sally works in the corporate world, she craves more freedom and creativity. She has a true entrepreneurial spirit. But she also has fears and doubts confusion and overwhelm. And she shared some of those with me. She asked, why do some people see fast growth on Instagram while mine is growing so slowly? I'm scared to leave the security of my job. And how on earth do you go about finding clients? We chatted a lot about business, about things like how to get started the simple way, what activities are truly a waste of time, What kind of content actually makes an impact? How do you attract a steady stream of clients so you don't have those scary low-income times? And so much more. When we parted ways, Sally felt bad that I'd shared so much value, and she felt she didn't share any in return. But the way I see it, value comes in different forms. For example, in many ways, Sally represents my ideal client. She's kind, creative, multi-passionate, down-to-earth, a freedom seeker. To a business blogger and strategist like myself, the questions, passions, fears, and desires Sally shared with me are incredibly valuable. Big corporations pay a lot of money to do market research and learn about their customer base. Me? I get to have wine and appetizers with a new friend. Value, like many things, is a matter of perspective. The dictionary defines it as the importance, worth, or usefulness of something. Also, it's monetary worth or benefit. As you can see, value is very subjective. Whereas someone like me might consider clean water a given, something that's readily accessible by paying my $80 bill every month, someone in a developing country or even Flint, Michigan, likely places a much higher value on it. So yes, the time I spent with my new friend Sally was valuable to her, but the insights she provided in return were extremely valuable for me as well. With my brand new course on presale, the things that Sally shared can directly help me market my course to people just like her. There's also what I call future value. You never know where a connection might lead down the road. Sally could refer clients to me one day or recommend me for a big project. And let's not forget the possibility that she too could one day purchase a product or service from me. My get together with Sally was just one of many this past week. Now I'm big on staying home in my sweats and I've intentionally designed a business that doesn't require me to be in a specific place at a specific time. I love the work from anywhere, work on my terms lifestyle. 
but I can't deny the massive value in making in-person connections and nurturing relationships face-to-face. By now, you've no doubt heard everyone singing the praises of video content. And for good reason. When people can actually see you, your mannerisms, your facial expressions, and at the same time they can hear the way you speak, your tone of voice, and so on, it's much more powerful than simply reading words on a screen. Audio, like podcasts, tend to be more personal than written content. I mean, hey, you've got someone whispering directly in your ear. But video takes it to a whole nother level. People will feel connected to you much more quickly because the experience instantly becomes more humanized. So what's more powerful than video? If you guessed meeting in person, you are one smart cookie, but we already knew that. With in-person meetings, you get all the benefits of video, plus there's no screen between you. You can tap into even more of the senses, and that's really important. You can see one another, hear one another. There's touch through a hug or a handshake, even smell, which may sound weird because I don't go around intentionally smelling my acquaintances, I promise, but smell is actually a really powerful memory trigger, so it can't be overlooked when we're talking about forging deeper connections. And since we're talking about in-person get-togethers in a business context, let's leave taste completely out of this. But with all of these, sights, sounds, smells, touch, and yes, even tastes, we could also consider the physical location of the meeting, the atmosphere, the richness of your coffee, and the smell of cinnamon rolls baking while you meet adds to the overall experience. The point is, most, if not all, of your senses can be activated when meeting in person, and that just can't be fully replicated through any other medium. When marketers talk about building a no like, and trust factor, there's simply no way to do this faster than a face-to-face meeting in the same physical space. Two days after meeting with Sally, I met with someone from my hometown. Let's call him Rick. I knew his sister from my school days and had randomly bumped into him at a networking event just a month or two ago. Because my hometown is so incredibly small, it's not often that I run into someone from that part of my life here in the Seattle area. In fact, after nearly 14 years in the big city, I've never crossed paths with someone from my past in this same way. We were both so surprised when we met that we immediately scheduled time to have coffee. After chatting for about half an hour, both Rick and I were eager to help one another. He asked what kind of work he can refer me to, and I offered to introduce him to another connection. We both parted ways happy to have a new friend in our respective corners and both having value to offer each other. From the coffee shop, I trekked up First Avenue through Pioneer Square and made my way to Pike Place Market where I had lunch with a good friend who used to be a work colleague. This was more of a personal catch up, so of course we talked about things we're up to these days, We shared stories and exchanged ideas. Remember, value comes in many forms. So sometimes the value in spending time with someone is simply joy or entertainment. Meetings don't need to have a monetary end game to be valuable. And actually, that shouldn't be your goal going into them at all. I never have an agenda or set expectations with social get-togethers. 
The point is to nurture your relationships, to be kind and generous, to care about what others are up to, to be genuinely curious and helpful. The value for you follows naturally, and it also follows often in unexpected ways. Yesterday, I met with my dear friend Norma, and I'll use her real name because I know she doesn't mind, and she's probably going to be on the podcast one of these days soon. The others in these stories probably don't mind either, but I don't like to make assumptions, so I'll just leave those out. Norma wanted my feedback on some messaging for her online presence. I was happy to give it because she's been there for me many times over. We have this great mutually supportive friendship. Anyway, because my new online course is all about targeted messaging and online presence and content creation that helps solopreneurs book more clients, Norma offered to promote my course to her LinkedIn audience of something like 25,000 people. Talk about value. I didn't ask her to do this, and I wouldn't ask her to do it, but she wants to because I've provided value to her without expectations or strings attached. I'm sharing these stories to highlight just how powerful, how valuable making in-person connections can truly be. You can run a completely online business and still benefit immensely from getting out of your house for just a few hours here and there. In-person meetings can translate to online success. Don't overlook or ignore the occasional networking event. Say yes the next time someone wants to get together with you. Make a point of asking someone to coffee. And most importantly, don't go into it with an agenda because people can see right through that. Instead, make it your goal to get to know the other person, to be curious about what they do, and to offer your ideas or help. Even making a simple email introduction could be super valuable to them. Though you shouldn't have grand expectations, you should have something in mind if the other person asks how they can help you. Is there someone you'd like to be introduced to? Do you have a product or service to share with them? Now, don't launch into pitch mode here. Simply say, actually, yes, I'm an e-commerce writer, so if you know anyone who needs help, please keep me in mind. That will do. Ask how you can be helpful to them first, and they'll probably return the favor. Obviously, the conversation around value could go in so many different directions, but since my week was jam-packed with coffee and lunch dates, I thought I'd share the many ways value can be found in making face-to-face connections and nurturing those relationships. Now, I know the thought of changing out of your hoodie and leaving the house isn't always the most appealing, but look on the bright side. Athleisure is steadily becoming a more socially acceptable form of attire. So throw on your good leggings and go make friends. I'll talk to you next time. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe and tell your friends. If you want to learn better branding and communication skills or more about this podcast, please visit www.candidlyerin.com or justsaytheword.podcast.com. You can also find me everywhere on social media at candidlyerin and make sure to use the hashtag justsaytheword in your social media posts so I can see your stories of resilience, transformation, and lessons learned because your story matters. Remember, your story is your legacy. Everybody has a story and the world should hear yours.